Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Tuesday edition, we look back at the national championship game between Michigan and Washington. The Wolverines get it done, but what is next for Jim Harbaugh? And how about all those people talking about the national tile beating tainted? What a disgrace. We will get into all that for you here. Plus, we are going to have a discussion about Bill Belichick's future. Could it actually be in New England? Aaron Rodgers is speaking out on the Jets issues as far as an organization goes we've got people defending Jameis Winston we've also got another edition of you and you out we've got some would you rather we've got in case you missed it and a coach returning for another season in the National Football League it's all yours coming up next year two pros and a cup of joe on a Tuesday Fox Sports Radio now let's get this party started. you're listening to Fox Sports Radio And away we go. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington. Jonas Knox with you here. No Brady Quinn. He will be back on the show tomorrow. Got some uh, travel issues. Travel snafu, if you will. Yeah, safe, man. Safe travels, my I'm, guy. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. You could have a uh, a hole blown through the side of your plane like Alaskan Airlines. So. Yikes. <laughs> you imagine that? You're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, a hole's huh. ripped open to the side of the plane. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'm, uh, I'm be laughing this soon, Jonas. Uh, you know, just, just saying. I just say, you're sitting there like, man, can I get some peanuts on this thing? And next thing you know. <laughs> next thing there you goes know. your peanuts. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, and your carry on and everything else that went along with it so uh so yeah uh, safe travels to brady quinn who will be back on the show here coming up tomorrow and uh we will be rocking and rolling then as well too like we're going to be rocking and rolling here until 9 a.m eastern time six o'clock pacific you can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country no matter where you are making us a part of your tuesday morning we appreciate it and we do it all live from the tire rack.com studios tire rack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, Sticks? Good morning, sir. Good morning. You know, it's a good day for football. (laughs) Want to know why? Time-tested and true. Play Hmm. defense, run the football, you can win games. (laughs) Well, that is very true. How about the Michigan Wolverines? Getting it done old school. Just 
rushing the football for 300 plus <laughs> and winning a national ti- a national title last night over the Washington Huskies. A fun game, but once Michigan got out to that lead and they could just run the ball down Washington's throat, uh, Huskies made some adjustments but they could not consistently stop Michigan on the ground throughout the course of the game. So they go for three bills, four rushing touchdowns, and Michigan gets themselves a national title, their first since 1997. Yeah, congratulations to to Michigan. Uh, Congratulations to... (laughs) How's this land with a Penn State alum? (laughs) You know, I found myself a maybe a tad bit conflicted, but not much. I mean, first off, Washington will be a Big Ten team now that that the clock has struck midnight on their Pac-12 representation um, in the national championship game. Uh, but, but secondly, you know, there's the part of me that says for the brand, you want to see the Big Ten win. When it's not, when it's not your team that's representing the ten, which we did not do a great job of in this year's bowl game, um, nor did other teams like Ohio State did not represent the ten well. What about you Iowa? Wanna, did I, did Iowa represent the ten well or no? No, no, yeah. they didn't. <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, no, they they did not. Uh, but. But lo and behold, we come out and and take the the entire thing. You know, we we win the national title as as a conference. And while I'm not a fan, obviously of Michigan, uh, I am a fan of the Big Ten and and the the respect level of the Big Ten. And we can boast a a national title for for our conference. So I'll start there with that. But I think as if you take a look at at the game, it's not a it's not really a deep dive situation, Jonas. It, it's what Michigan has done all year, and you kind of summed it up, right? They play some really really good defense. They pressured Penix. They they kept him off balance. Uh, he ends up getting stepped on, so then he's a little hobbled. Uh, I think they could have used. A, a more mobile Penix in this game. If if Penix is able to move around a little bit and make some things happen with his legs at, at moments in time of the game, I think it becomes a different game because you're you're talking about a situation where you know your your running back is you know Dylan Johnson is is he's injured and and Penix looked like he was just a little off all game. Like he he missed some throws that you don't see him miss yeah. throughout the course of the game. But uh, and and you got to credit Michigan for for that though. They they yeah. kept him off balance. They they were able to pressure uh and and they were able to pressure a lot of times without sending too many people to pull them out of coverage. They they actually um were were sitting in coverages and and they played man coverage, and we talked about that being a matchup where if Michael Penix could could get it going with uh, a a a doozier, is that how you say it? A a a do a a, a dunzier, a, a woozier, a dunzier, yeah, a dunzier, a dunzier. Yeah. 
you know, if he could get if he could get those guys He's going. He's a stud, by the way. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, Westover, Polk, if, uh, McMillan was in the mix. If if they could get the matchups on the outside and with the the receivers, which at, at moments in time, you know, Washington found some. They found some uh, success in in running those quick screens and different things like that, but they weren't able to really find it downfield. And then when they made the adjustments defensively, because they were not able to stop the run early. Like, they just, you know, no one has stopped. No one stopped Corum all year long. No one stopped Edwards when Edwards truly um, was healthy and was able to run. Nobody stopped Edwards. So Edwards gets it going. You know, Corum got it going, too, just didn't have as explosive a play as as Edwards did early on in the game, but but Blake Corum was the catalyst of of running the ball as well in this game, and that's what Michigan has built their you know built their success on. And then you know once they were able to actually once they were able to actually Washington that is adjust a little bit to the run, which they started doing very well. Then here comes J.J. McCarthy. They they must have forgot that J.J. McCarthy could run as well. And he hit them on on some big runs on some very critical moments in the game. They had some critical penalties at at big moments in the game when they finally had some lightning catch, some lightning strike. It just wasn't the night that that Washington would have would have wanted. The things that went wrong. I mean, six seventy three, number seventy three was he. I mean, God bless. What a rough night he had. You know, the right tackle got, I think, multiple holding calls. Um, just was, was costly penalties at costly moments in time of the game. And in the biggest stage, the biggest game of, of the college football season, you just can't have those mental lapses that, that take place. So uh, you knew that Michigan was going to come out and, and be very, very sturdy on defense. You knew that was going to happen. So having a banged up, back in a bang up banged up quarterback just didn't play into the the hands into the the scheme positively for for Washington but but give them credit they yeah. they fought and they made it a game and they weren't look Washington's Achilles heel all year was their defense and you know their passing defense was like 120th in the country they're just and and their inability to stop the run was going to be on center stage and once Michigan got it going if their offense, if Penix and company couldn't make a couple of those throws, there was a fourth down they went to. Uh, he missed a Dunzier uh, on the fourth down. Like there was opportunities there for them to put up points and get into that game much earlier than they did, and they didn't do it. And once I once I started to see the way the game flow was going, I was like, oh, this is not good for Washington. Like this is this is not how they've been. And if their offense isn't the offense we've seen all throughout the course of the year, I just don't know how they win this game. And then Michigan got that lead. It just kept running the football and running the football. Blake Horm, uh, you know, ran that that go that final touchdown in, and that was a wrap. And and then from there it was over. And Washington's looking around. Penix looks like it looked like he took a beating last night. Like he got, you yeah, know, they got they after him a little bit. Hurt his liver or his kidney or something. Yeah. Where, where is that? What's that that you point on the side like that? That's a kidney shot. Liver. Yeah, liver. That's your liver. I mean, depending on uh, on on who you're talking to, it could be your holster. 
you know, mm. you got to be careful. You know, you come from the main streets of Thousand Oaks, California, you never know who what, who's carrying what. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I I'm talking that. about. I could dig it. Now, um, speaking of the Michigan Wolverines, Jim Harbaugh is now a national champion, a guy who's been knocked for his inability to win big games. Jim Harbaugh wins the national title for Michigan, his alma mater. Take and he that. talked, yeah, he talked about being. The Harbaugh and the family for so long who hadn't won a championship and also what it looks like as far as the future on him potentially heading to the NFL. I get to sit at the uh, the big person's table now. Uh, that, that feels really good. Just uh, you know, to, be, to be the only coach in your own family that you know, hasn't won a national t- title uh, or Super Bowl, the, the championship, uh, yeah, that feels great personally and all those accomplishments in the big person's table. Would you want to add winning a Super Bowl to that? I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. Can, you, can a guy have that? Does it, does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's, what's the future? Um, you know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. Um, hope there's a tomorrow, a day after tomorrow, you know, a next week, and next month. The next year he gone yeah he gone i mean he did uh he was talking elsewhere and was mentioning that well listen we're gonna you know we're gonna push spring ball back you know normally we do it on valentine's day we're gonna push it back a little bit later like there there was some of that stuff that was floated out there but i i find it hard to believe that he's back there like, i find it hard to believe that you leave after that type of a season you've branded the team and, and and we talked about this before you branded this team America's team and 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 they were already Michigan's already one of the most popular fan bases in all of of college sports to begin with then you brand it you brand this team America's team because of the trials and the tribulations that they had to endure during the course of this season Jonas and and for me if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I don't leave after that. I don't I'm now an iconic figure in the history and the folklore of of Michigan athletics, of college athletics. I don't leave after that. I, I know that there was the whole, you know, sign gate. I, I get it. You know, he's blamed for all of these these things. He gets in trouble for it he gets in trouble for a recruiting violation he had to sit out the guy had to sit out two times two different times during the course of this season it made me wonder and and just for a quick second just off the beaten path of, of my point it made me wonder is it really coaching is it really coaching that's the reason why these coaches win at the college level or is it who can stockpile the most talent or and and because you're able to win games without your head guy being being in the fold and being in the mix how is it that you play your biggest games and you're still able to win them without your head coach that that was a little strange to me that 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 happened i know that might be more of a indictment on the coaches that lost while Harbaugh wasn't on the sideline. But it's still, for me, it just made me wonder, do they have – is really college football just about who can recruit 
the most talented and most gifted kids. And as long as you have that talent and, and those gifted kids, you all you have to do is put them out there and tell them, go forward I mean, or catch the ball or run the ball or block. Jimbo Fisher tried that. You know, he'd just say, let me just grab as much of this as I can that I'll figure out if I can make it work. And uh, nope. But at least he got, you know, his $70 million and he, you know, is now hanging out somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe that does debunk the, the, the thought process. But but back to Harbaugh, I just don't I, – I think that becomes a very – I don't know. It hasn't been really, really – kind of touched on or hasn't been really doubled down on people haven't really talked about the whole idea that this this proclamation of Michigan being America's team and that being the branding and then they go and win it all they go and win it all it's been elusive since the days of Charles Woodson it's it's not been it has not been clear sailing and 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 calm oceans you know, being navigated by by Michigan for for a long time. And now you get a coach who finally gets the team to a point of where they're beating Ohio State and they're they're competitive and then finally they're not only competitive, they're able to seal the deal. I just I I find it hard to believe that Jim Harbaugh would step away and step down from Michigan and move on to the NFL because you won a national title at Michigan. I just, I think there would have to be some, what do they say, strenuous or something to that effect. It would have to be some wild, wild conditions for for Jim Harbaugh to step away, in my estimation, yeah. from being the head coach of, of Michigan. Well, it's going to be fun to see it play out over the next uh, month or so. Obviously, the head coaching cycle in the NFL has already started. We were on the air yesterday for Black Monday uh, oh, in, in the goodness. National Football League. So uh, we will keep you posted on that <laughs> and any and developments on that. <laughs> Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, Dark Lee, like the night. Lee, Lee's, Lee's nodding his head. Yeah. Uh, now, we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. we got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've also got some Would You Rather for you in Hour 2 of the program. We close up shop with you and you out. It's all yours here. It is a three-hour extravaganza per usual. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you on Fox Sports Radio. But coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, somebody in the NFL is calling out their own franchise. And you'll hear them next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So 
maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you can see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Covino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. The Song Thieves. Yeah. How about that, Var? Nothing yeah. like listening to a little uh, Led Zeppelin here on a Tuesday yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah, a little Zeppelin. Or, or the Yardbirds, you know, yeah, whoever Yardbirds. else they stole from. You know, oh. we'll just see. You mean Cat Williams exposed Led Zeppelin too? <laughs> you know what, though? At least Cat Williams gave Birdie back some love. Yes, you know? he did. <laughs> like, but, man, what does that mean for my man Steve Harvey? <laughs> you know he's a colleague. Jeez. Um, well, I mean, if Steve Harvey wants to get even, he could just show video of Cat Williams getting beat up by an uh, eight-year-old. Uh, eight-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Cat Williams is get, getting getting his shirt pulled over his head by a seven-year-old. He did get tangled up in the schoolyard. <laughs> he ain't no, these some new age eight-year-olds these days, boy. Um, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now, uh, here from the TireRack.com studios, life-changing news for some people in the world of football. We will tell you what that is again 20 minutes from now here on FSR. The New York Jets are not a playoff team. They're not no. even they're not, wait. They're not even anywhere. Breaking close. news. Wait, wait, Sam. Sam, can we get breaking news? Can we get breaking news, Sam? Um Did Jonas just hit us with some breaking news? Yeah, they are Oh my god. They uh underwhelming season for the New York Jets, which should be something that New York Jets fans are used to, although there was a lot of optimism, a lot of hope. So not a great year for the New York Jets. Uh, Aaron Rodgers finds himself you know, in the midst of some controversy again, um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who, um, you know, somebody who was just, you know, he was really, not on the list. Well, no, he was not on the list. He's also not on the funny list either. Um, mm. He's not funny. Uh, and he had oh, took some shots at Aaron Rodgers uh, last night. Apparently, uh, we won't play those because we prefer funny content on this show. But oh, the point wow. is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers finds himself in all sorts of controversy. He finds himself on a football team that was bad once again, injuries, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he has decided to speak out on the state of the franchise, and he called out his own franchise for what they need to do to get back on track next year. What do you think just as a team you guys can learn from what happened this year, especially like the stuff of being in the spotlight like these guys really hadn't been before at this level? Anything that doesn't have anything to do with winning needs to be assessed. So anything in the, in the, this building that we're doing individually or collectively that has nothing to do with real winning needs to be assessed. Everything that we do has to have a purpose, too. When you step in the building, there's intentionality with everything that you do. And it's not a half-the-time thing. It's not a sometimes thing. It's not a most-of-the-time thing. It's an every-time thing. If you want to be a winning organization and to put yourself in position to win championships, everything that you do matters. And the that has nothing to do with winning needs to get out of the building. So, a lot going on there. And... Well, it just sounds like he's calling out a dysfunctional building. Yeah. I, I, and and I just wonder how far up the totem pole is he talking about that assessment? Because some people just you just can't get rid of that bloop, um, in the building. 
Believe me, some of us know that as a fact. Like generations of players that have played in dysfunctional organizations know for a fact that if you're doing the assessment of getting anything and everything out of the building that has nothing to do with winning, sometimes that's a very, very difficult proposition to 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 uh to execute on. I wonder when he realized oh God, you know, this isn't Green Bay. Like there's there's a lot going on here. This <laughs> is New York. <laughs> so when I say things like that, uh well in Green Bay you could get away with it. But in New York, no, maybe not so much. Yeah, it's uh and- he needs some silk. That's and, what he needs. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you want things to, to be done smoother, I mean, you've got to, like, really, really make it a little bit more silky there with the New York Jets, that's for sure. If I'm you know, Rangers. if they really wanted to get down to it and really have some winning ways, then, well, they get some silk and feel plenty good. <laughs> they feel plenty good and, and get into the plenty good challenge, you know, and – they could probably get some soy, soy, uh, silk almond milk, which is a part of you know my breakfast, Jonas. And they could join me, and and they could start winning because well they would get breakfast and and take that that silk milk and enter into a contest where they could actually win free breakfast for life, Jonas, for life. Listen, sign up. And, and incorporate silk into your breakfast. I'm talking to all of you guys out there. Do it for seven days. Um, I got to tell you guys, terms do apply. Listen, there's no purchases necessary, but visit challenge.silk.com. Um, you know, visit today. See, see how you feel about silk. That's and that could make a difference for the New York Jets. J E T S. Uh, Jets, Jets, Jets. They need to spell S-I-L-K. Silk, silk, silk. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, By the way. You know, simple stuff. From silk over to sauce. Ooh, sauce Gardner, sauce Gardner. Yeah. had some uh, interesting. Sauce. He had some interesting. That's real good you. sauce. Uh, ben Maller popping on uh, via via Comrex Field Tap. Uh, but uh, Sauce Gardner, he spoke yesterday, and he was talking about just sort of where things went awry for the organization. Let's take a listen. It's off season. We just got to make sure we're keeping the main thing the main thing. We got to make sure we just grind the head down, grind it because. I feel like um, even though we were saying it, some of the stuff in the offseason, like Aaron and all of that, like hard knocks, you know, I feel like we really lost track of some things. So I feel like there's a lot of games we could have been much better. It's a lot of scenarios, a lot of cases we could have been much better. I mean, I'm not saying that he's calling out Rodgers, but when Rodgers is talking about the BS that was surrounding the organization. What came with Rogers was a lot of noise. And I don't know that that's all. And a lot of expectations. Yeah. Too. But I, I don't know that that's necessarily Rogers fault, but he does do his weekly interviews. He is, you know, hard knocks had to have the jets. Like it just, it felt like this team was maybe almost doomed from the get go. And they're they're going to be much better off, maybe not having all of the expectations that go into next year, because you know Rodgers can say, "Oh, I want to be here longer than just next year." 
dude, if they have a disappointing season again next year, everybody's gone. Like Robert Sala, he'll probably have to shave too. Like everybody's gone. Like they, they, Joe That's Douglas, funny. like everybody would be out the door. So it, it just feels like <laughs> this next year, I'm fascinated to see what the approach is because I can't imagine that they're going to want all the buzz and all the hype that came along with what this season was. But the business of professional sports is to sell hope. That's what sells tickets. That's what sells, you know, jerseys. It just, it just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of commerce and e-commerce connected to selling hope in the off season. So I don't see that slowing down. Aaron Rodgers is a lightning rod for for headlines and for uh, media attention. I don't see that slowing down, and and it'll be interesting. This is where Robert Salah has to take a last stand and really, really manage how things are done this off season, because you sold an entire season on Aaron Rodgers coming back, <laughs> like. Even if Aaron Rodgers comes back, like, let's be clear here. That was not rectifying any type of problem that they found themselves in by the time Aaron Rodgers was coming back. So if you're a New York Jets fan or if you're someone who's paying attention to the game, that had to be alarming that your biggest storyline the entire season was Aaron Rodgers' attempt to come back. Right. It should have been winning. And, oh, my gosh, we get Aaron Rodgers back next year. That was not the case. So I think Sauce Rodgers was spot on, right on point with what his sentiments were. Like, you got to earn you got to earn the reputation of being as good as people were making the Jets out to be. We, You know, we as media created this false narrative that now, because Aaron Rodgers walks into the building, they're immediately a Super Bowl contending team. And there's a lot that has to go into being a Super Bowl contending team. And a lot of those things can be covered up and can be made to look better than what it is by a player of Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, his, his abilities, and what he brings to the table. But that doesn't cure all ills. And I think if there was a message to take away from this season, if I'm the New York Jets, is very much that. Is Aaron Rodgers is one person, he's one player. He represents one single entity. And and for what it's worth, if I'm a player, respectfully, I honestly may feel after this season, he's a singular entity that certainly represents his own best interests. And that could be interpreted by the way he was out in front of the media the way that he was. And in a lot of what maybe he said during his weekly his weekly uh his weekly interviews, man it did more damage than it did good for this team. And so if I'm a player, I'm not basing my success or failures off of one player. You're, you have too much talent on that team. So that needed to be a wake-up call. And if I'm Robert Sala, I'm, I'm managing expectations. And I, while you got to sell hope, I think that you have to find a healthy balance as to how you approach what you're going to do this offseason because I don't know that Aaron Rodgers returning makes this team 
much better than what they are if there aren't aspects of what they have going on that are improved and much better oh, than what they were. And oh, I think that's what Sauce Gardner touched on. They, they, listen, they got to fix their O line. Like they got like I, I'm I'm not so concerned about the defense, but damn man, like yeah, but the defense fell apart during the course of the season as well. Yeah, but I mean, how 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 long can you? carry that team before you're like oh screw it my arms are tired you know what i mean like i'm putting this down like are we moving this couch inside or not like and, and it just felt like all right if if this is you know at that point the season was lost and and it was a wrap i mean I, so it's gonna be you no know, you do know that there's the chance and the opportunity that a guy at aaron Rodgers' age could possibly get banged up again oh yeah i know I am. They, so it can't be any excuses if you're if you're trying to win. If you're saying, "Oh well, we're tired of playing defense," Zach Wilson isn't getting it done. We can't get it done without Aaron Rodgers. Then y'all should have said it. Y'all should have told the media, told the fans, told everybody that we're punting on the season. Instead, you built this crazy-ass narrative that all we got to do is hang in there until Aaron Rodgers gets back this season. God, it was it was actually pretty amazing the way they were able to pull that off. I, like, I thought it was loser ball, I just, personally. I mean... If, 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 if you're looking at it from a very critical eye and you remove yourself from the fandom of, of what, what that could possibly mean, I think it's loser ball. Because you have a season to play. And Aaron Rodgers should have been put on the shelf. The conversation should have been put on the shelf. I think in the end, when we look back on this season and you look back on the Jets and how they handled the Aaron Rodgers injury, it was a tremendous miss. It was a tremendous miss because not only did you not allow your fan base to move on and and say, let's gut up and let's knuckle up as a fan base and support our team and move on and have this season, you did it to your team. How do you think those players are feeling in the locker room? Our, our, Our salvation and our hope all hinges upon a guy who tore his Achilles tendon four plays into the season, and we got to try to survive in hopes that this man from an, a, a torn Achilles injury can actually come back and be a part of saving our season. Like, yeah. I, it, it was, I feel like that probably did more damage than it did any good if you're looking at it from a critical perspective as it applies to the New York Jets. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up next, we have life-changing news for some people in the world of football. And we'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Apparently, a move that everyone was expecting in the NFL to happen. May not happen after all. We will get into that for you again coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now. A reminder before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. That's the most important part here. Follow, rate, and review. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. 
Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Jonas. Good morning, LeVar. Guys, in case you missed this, the newest Hall of Fame class has been announced. Hey, LeVar. Hey, hey, how you doing? Some, uh... Some new peers here for you, LeVar. Okay. Featuring 19 high-profile players and three legendary coaches were announced to be joining you in the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, saw some really good ones. And and you know what? We are linebacker you. That's right. Paul Puzlesny is joining you. Yeah. Well-deserved. Other notable names, though. uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Randy Moss. Uh, Julius Peppers, Alex yeah. Smith. Yeah. I mean, we could go down a list of, of guys here. Work Danny Dunn was Woodhead. in there. Yeah, work done. Yeah. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff. Now, I saw Good some uh, some stuff on, like, they were ranking, like, all the... Tim Couch. They, mm-hmm. they were ranking all the Hall of Fames in sports, and, um, like, the college, college fo- football yeah. is the best one ever. Well, it was, like, I think it was ranked uh, just below the Equestrian Hall of Fame, mm. uh, from from my understanding. So, That's I don't know if that... <laughs> that I don't know if that uh, what what that what yeah your thoughts are on that, but that's just something that I read. I, I mean, but my daughter's a, an equestrian, so I have a, a healthy <laughs> respect for it, and you know I could see how their Hall of Fame would you know be more revered than uh, others. Man, I wish I could get into the Hall of Fame for anything. I don't care what it is. Like, uh, well, we don't need to bring Jonas in. With, within reason, with, within reason, I want to, I want to clear that up. But well, we we are time. doing a radio show, and we are on year three of that radio show. I've told Don and Scott many a times. I would love for us to have nothing more or nothing other than to have so much success and longevity doing what we're doing now that somebody would actually see it fit for us to maybe be up for an award i see these awards going out every year maybe maybe win some awards and then possibly at some point go into the radio hall of fame i I think that would be awesome yeah that would be awesome so you got a chance you know we're a team yeah i mean and then look at it this way maybe this is how you grow your reputation like you're doing you do your Sunday show where oh, yeah. you make your, your television appearances and stuff like that, and then it leads to your profile exploding, and, you know, you do something like Cat Williams and call me and Brady out, call <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of other people out, blow up, do your own show, and then you eventually go into the Hall of Fame. Because yeah, let me tell you something, nothing screams blossoming TV career like doing a show on remote with a Bubba Gump shrimp company thing spinning behind you. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing quite like that on a Sunday night. After watching football, um, now but no, uh, congratulations to uh, to everybody. That is awesome, and it really is life changing. Like it really is for the for the rest of your life. You're it, a Hall of it definitely is a cool distinction to have. That's awesome. You know, yeah, Good for those guys. Yeah, congrats to all of them. Um, Lee, what else we got? Guys, as we talk about every year. Hey, Lee. Hey, hey. Hey, Brady. Hey, guys, uh, as we talk about Shut every up, year. Shut up, Lee! Beer <laughs> prices at the National Championship game right. at NRG Stadium. You think they were higher or lower than last year at SoFi? I'll go lower. I'll go higher. Just barely lower. Uh, right. Modelo last yeah. year would have gotten you seventeen dollars at at uh, at SoFi. This year, 
1650. I guess. Yeah. Okay. 1650 for a uh, draft beer. 15 if you wanted a bottle, and that of course being premium. 13 for domestic. Okay, now when you get, are we talking about like the the 24 ounce Tall Boys? I believe we, that's correct. I mean, that's not. I mean, it's expensive, but at least you're getting two. Man, that's like a drink. That's a that's like a premium drink. Seventeen dollars. Sheesh. Yeah. I mean, do I you, do you tip when you when you pay for that much for yeah, a piece? I do. Yeah. I always tip. Yeah, I do. Tip less you though, know, right? Don't pick, those prices ain't got nothing to do with those people working there. They're just trying to make a living. I I tipped the guy who helped me with the Christmas tree this year, and he like was in a state of shock. I'm like, how many cheap asses go to a Christmas tree lot and just which is crazy because you're a cheap ass. Damn, damn. (laughs) Have you seen your truck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.